Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. Banking services debit card provided by Bancorp, Bank NA, or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Financial Podcast. My name is Barbara Ginty, and I'm your host, and I'm also a CFP, which is a Certified Financial Planner. And I am here today with my guest, Monica. Hi. Thanks for joining. Oh, thank you for having me. Of course. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so you live in the city or upstate? Um, I live in the city. Okay. And what your job is and about how much you make, all the, so, all the good details. Yeah, all the juicy details. The juicy details. Um, so I'm an agency attorney. I work for the city. Oh, wow. Um, for like a mayoral agency. Okay. Um, and I'm mostly like a transactional attorney. So I have saying, known, I know my sister just graduated law school and I have no idea what that means. Um, does so, that mean, what is a transactional? Transactional, so there's like transactional and okay. litigation. Oh, litigation being mm, in court. Yeah, Got so it. I'm mostly never in court. Okay. I deal mostly with like negotiating stuff and like contracts and um, contract administration and that kind of thing. Oh. So it's kind of like the back end. Okay. Um, so it's mostly a lot of like paper stuff, a lot of reading. Oh, wow. Versus like arguing in court, court. all the time. I think my sister's doing more arguing, which yes. makes sense for her personality. Yeah. Sorry, Erin. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good match for a lot of people. <laughs> now, where'd you go to law school? Um, so I went to law school in Westchester. Okay. Um, and it was a very long, grueling three years. I heard it's terrible. I heard the yeah. first year is the worst. Um, yeah, they have like this little saying, the first year um, scares you to death, uh, the second year works you to death, and the third year bores you to death. Oh, really? And it is true. <laughs> it's it accurate. Really is. Yes, it's accurate. I was scared stiff my first year. Um, and then the second year, I just, I couldn't even believe the amount of stuff I had going on because I took on like extracurriculars okay. in addition to like the academic work. And then the third year, I was just like ready to get out of there. You're, you're over it. Over it. Completely over it. I'm ready to have a job. Get back. Yes. Here. Now, exactly. did you do law school right after undergrad? Um, I took a year off in between. Okay. Um, I studied for the LSAT um, and just kind of figured out my life. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then where did you undergrad? Um, I went to the College of New Jersey. Oh, okay. Um, it's like a nice little state school. That oh, was nice. the reason that my parents paid for undergrad, which is oh, totally I was, awesome. So I was going to ask, okay, because I know yeah. when we had discussed having you coming on, one of the things we wanted to talk about was student, student loans. Mm-hmm. So undergrad was paid for? Um, yes, it's in, for? in progress. In progress, um, okay. But yeah, uh, because my, all my loans are consolidated right now, okay. I kind of have like a weird thing set up with my parents where like they kind of kick me some money to put towards the payment. Perfect. Yeah. And, okay, and so then you have the undergrad and then you have the law school. Yes. Okay, and so we had talked about this a little bit before you got on the show. Mm-hmm. 
you are you're doing the public service loan forgiveness program. Yes. Yeah. So for the listeners, that means that she works for an eligible institution, which the city right. qualifies. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, therefore, if you make it's 120 qualifying monthly payments, yeah, your loan will be forgiven. So that's 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 10 mm-hmm. years. Um, now, question. I looked it up, and the great thing about this student loan forgiveness program, unlike some of the others, is when it is forgiven, it's not considered income by the IRS. I was so psyched when you told me that. I didn't know you, you didn't know. I didn't know. I was all prepared for like ten years down the road to like be hit with like this massive Huge. tax. Yeah. And so, for a lot of people, don't realize this, but this program allows for it not to be treated as income. But other programs, yeah, where um, you're not paying your full amount, mm-hmm. but you are doing like let's say an income based repayment. Um, at the when they do forgive it, I mm-hmm. think there's I think one of the programs is twenty years. Right. Yeah. Then they treat whatever amount they forgive as income in the year that yeah. they forgive it, which can be pretty like so. For instance, with your loans, mm-hmm. it would be substantial. That would be a huge hit. Yeah. It would be a huge hit, and yeah. you don't ever want to. I mean, you don't want to be on the wrong side of the IRS. No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. They're not your friend. No. Student <laughs> loan providers aren't your friend either, but IRS is not 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 who I would mm-hmm. want to be adversarial with no (laughs) so that's a great part of this program so let's how much do you have in total so um in total of law school debt Mm -hmm. it's probably about um 160 to 180 okay i think it's like closer to 180 180? um all together right now like when i log into my loan account Mm -hmm. like on fed loan um it is 204 okay with everything yes now all are all of your loans eligible for this forgiveness um yes all my loans are direct loans um i did like take out some like weirder loans in undergrad like my parents did like in my parents name Um, like they did stuff with like a heloc like to pay okay and but it's not in your name it's in their name yeah all in their name so like they're taking care of that they told me i I get four years of education so i chose those four years (laughs) and um then with law school they were so emotionally supportive but they laid down the line they were like you're on your own okay. yeah and this is your choice now did so. you in, in um like want to work for public service because of the forgiveness did, was that strategic um, on your part kind or of did it just yeah work out that way? well I always knew that I wanted to do something like public interest related okay. like helping people um so I wouldn't say that like the program like made me choose the job that mm-hmm. I have but like it certainly I made a lot of financial decisions based, based on, on the fact that it existed Right, because how much can oh, how much are you making about income wise? Um, so income right now, I'm making sixty thousand dollars. Okay, and so for a lawyer, that's a different. You could have made more probably if you had gone the corporate route, right? Definitely, yeah. But the difference mm-hmm. is, if you've gone the corporate route, you wouldn't be eligible for this yes. forgiveness program. I would be on the hook for the whole amount. the whole amount. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. So this is great. So the one thing, um, so you had your employment certified right so that when you went to do the public loan forgiveness what, what steps have you taken because there's a couple of requirements with it right yeah so every year um they have you both certify your income and certify mm-hmm. where you have been working okay good i was nervous to tell you this because i was like i hope you're doing yeah. this <laughs> no i definitely am because otherwise it doesn't, it doesn't count <laughs> no and people i don't there's yeah. a lot of nuances so, so the way i always think about it is that the government is going to give you something mm-hmm. you're probably going to give something up it's usually a right. push-pull relationship mm-hmm. And not to say you're giving anything up, but you know you're taking probably a hit in income for what you could make if you went a different trajectory Absolutely. with your with your career. But the other thing is you have some work to do with it. Right, so right. Every year you have to do this. Yes, every year you have to do this, and I've been really careful in the jobs that I've selected for myself, okay. and that like they're 
pretty clear cut going to qualify right. for this program. Right, because sometimes there are some jobs that are like a gray. You have to go through and figure out if they're yeah. going to qualify. Yeah, um, and this program started in 2007. So yeah. um, the first people who became eligible happened in 2017. Yeah. And there was like this horrible article in the New York Times yes. about people who didn't qualify. And they, they thought they did. Banked on this program yeah. the whole time and it didn't work out. So yeah. when I read that, I was like, oh, my God. Right, because, yeah, there's not a lot of precedent for it. Yes. Because you have, people haven't, mm-hmm. right, last year was the first year for those first people using the program. Right. For them to go through, and then there were some. Yeah, some hiccups. Some big hiccups. Yeah, yeah. So I was really, like, when I read that, I Good. really. You were like, did your work. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Okay, so you requalify mm-hmm. or recertify, really, every year. Yes, yeah, they want to know what your income is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a job before this job, um, right out of law school. I clerked for a judge. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, it was really cool. That seems really interesting. Yeah, it was family court, so it was like a lot of drama all the oh time. Oh, my gosh, really? Yeah. Um, so this show, my, grandf- my grandfather passed away, but he loved Judge Judy. <gasps> yes. And she started as family court. Yeah. It was it in the Bronx? I think so, yeah. They did like a whole 60 minutes thing years ago on her about family court and that's how she got her own show. Yeah, family court, like you see everything. That's Yeah, she, and she was really funny, but that's how she started. Yes, yeah. Okay, so that must have been really interesting. It definitely really was. Um, it was a lot of like baby mama drama mm-hmm. all the time, a lot of like child support stuff, people lying to each other and all the time. you do a lot of cases, Yes, right? heavy okay. caseload, a lot of people in and out the door, um, okay. and I had a great relationship with my judge. I loved her so much. I miss her oh, wow. like all the time. Um, but, uh, that was a great, like, introduction to, okay. like, the legal the field. Legal um, cause I saw, like, a bunch of issues, like, from, um, like, there are some civil issues that come up in family mm-hmm. court, some criminal issues, like, for sure. Okay. And then just, like, regular family law. Okay. Um, so it was, like, a good overview. But, um, that was a government job, so that counted. That counted, perfect. Yes. Um, I made, like, 45000 but okay. I was living at home, so I oh, banked so that, much in savings. That's a nice part about living at home. Yeah. That was <laughs> really awesome. Um, so that worked for, I did that for 18 months. Okay. Um, and then that term ended. So, um... And I actually thought that I was going to stay living at home for the time being, and I thought that I was going to um, become a deputy attorney general for New Jersey. Oh, wow. Okay. But um, that didn't pan out, but um, this did with the city. So um, there's a residency requirement with my job, too. Oh, there is? Yes. Yeah. What is that involved? um, So that involves you basically moving to the city for you to have have the job. You have to live in the area to have these jobs. Yes, and even though I grew up in Bergen County, which is like 15 minutes outside, yeah, um, but that didn't count. So um, I had a car at the time, too, so I figured, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? So I found um, an apartment in Staten Island, like a nice luxury complex, really cute, a lot of amenities. Um, I could bring my car. car. Yeah, and it was great at first, but then I just didn't really love it that much, and it was really expensive. So how much were you paying there? Um, there I was paying about nineteen hundred dollars in rent. Oh wow! Yeah, just like for the all the amenities. For the amenities. And, and what do you so what do you bring home? Because you make what do you say it was annually sixty sixty thousand. Yeah. And so what do you bring home? Net. Yeah, net. And is it do you get paid every two weeks? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So um, I bring home about fifteen hundred. 
okay. net um, every two weeks, so about like I guess three thousand monthly. Well, yeah, so ni- so nineteen hundred for rent is a lot. Yeah, and I also had to pay for parking too, oh, wow. and my car payment and on top of that. Yikes. Um, and thankfully, my parents were covering insurance for me, which was really nice okay, because they just good. saw my financial situation was not great. Um, so I actually did kind of what the opposite people would tell you to do. Mm-hmm. I moved to Manhattan, and now I'm saving money. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be the farther out. Yes, yeah, and um, I honestly love it so much. Even so though I don't have a car anymore, it's so easy to get easier. around. Well, and then yeah. you don't have as much of a commute, right? Because you had to have a commute from yeah. Um, I work in the financial district. district. Oh, so it wasn't too bad. It wasn't that bad, but actually my commute is shorter now because I just get on the A train and I just like go all the way down oh, and it's perfect. like 40 minutes, whereas I was taking like a train to go to the ferry and right. then at the ferry walking 15 minutes, it took forever. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. so you save money and save time. Mm-hmm. So what are you paying? Is that one of your biggest expenses, rent? Um, I would say so. Um, the, with the loan, my payment is not that big because it is based on my income. income and then it's, then the, it'll be forgiven. Yes. Yeah. So I pay 1700 right now in rent. Oh, good. Okay. And then, and then what do you pay in loans? Um, so I pay about $300 a month for my loan payment. Okay. Okay. So there, that's about 2000 a month. Now with your work, um, because you're a government employee, mm-hmm. It, you have you don't have you know for a lot of people who work in corporate America they have a 401k so you don't have that no so it's usually a 457 okay but you don't have that either no <laughs> so um I actually had to look at my paycheck to find okay, out like what this out. was yeah. and it says 414h okay and when I googled it it said that this is like a retirement plan it is a retirement plan yeah, yeah. So it's actually technically a money purchased pension plan okay and so it is not a common plan you're actually the first person I've met with it wow okay <laughs> so I have probably I have taught over 2,000 people in classes and who I, in five years of meeting with people, I, I can't. I don't even know how many people I met with. It's probably oh my closer God. to three thousand. I've never come across a wow. one for. Well, I'm honored. Each. So you're first. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it, so the so the codes for the people that are listening, in case you need have a hard time falling asleep, if you ever need some reading <laughs> to put you asleep, those codes stand for where you can find the description in the Internal Revenue Code, which is essentially the tax code. So the 414H is the section of the, basically, Internal Revenue Code where you can read about this type of plan. So yeah, so it's it's your retirement plan. That's 100% correct. Um, it seemed, with the 414H, there is some component of it called the pickup. So I'm curious if your employer contributes to it as well. And that's okay yeah. if you don't know. I'm not sure, okay. though I definitely am going to ask around because I didn't even know that was like a thing. I just figured it's the city. They're not going to do anything. Yeah, they probably, most likely they don't, but it, it <laughs> seems like that might be potential. I haven't come across this, so I would typically want to confer with an mm-hmm. accountant um, and maybe other CFPs to see if they'd seen it before. Okay. But it is a retirement plan. It's just not that common to be used anymore. Okay. Which maybe it was in place for a long time and then they just haven't switched it over to one of the most likely yeah, everything is archaic yeah. <laughs> well, that makes more sense but yeah i would definitely take a look at maybe they give you some documents and i'd be happy to like read anything over the sure day. yeah so i'll dig to, up some stuff yeah to, to understand it a little bit better but it is a, it's essentially a retirement plan and it's like an, i want to call it like an old school pension plan yeah that yeah. sounds right Does that sounds sound accurate right? yeah okay. <laughs> um, so are you putting anything in there um, yes. So, um, I think it's like a mandatory contribution. So they, cause I never like set anything. They never asked they me. They never asked you. No. So it was, they pre-enrolled you. So it comes out of your pay? It does. It okay. comes out of my pay. Um, I'm in like a tier. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so with the government employees, they go, um, tier one is 
most people are no longer tier one. There's some of them right. still working all the way down to tier six. Yes, which is what I'm You're in. You're a tier six. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. I'm a tier six. And so the tiers have to do with what you're eligible for for retirement. Okay. So how many years you have to work in the pension plan mm-hmm. to get it, um, whether or not you retire with health care, I think what percentage you pay of health care. Okay. So you can read in your, um, if you, they, they might have given you, I always say to people, they give you a packet. Sometimes you like throw it on the coffee table yeah. or like under your bed or maybe throw it out. Mm-hmm. I definitely still have it somewhere. It's somewhere, yeah. yeah. And so they'll explain what the tiers are and like what the okay. benefit is for tier six and how tier six okay. works, but it'll go through the nuances of that tier. Okay. But that it may essentially be tier six. Okay, cool. Because um, you will be eligible for a pension. Yes. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And so in there, it'll tell you how many years you have to work. It's usually either 20 or 30 years. You normally have to be older than 55 and then either 60 okay. or 65 to have it unreduced, meaning you get the full amount. Okay. But it's wonderful you get a pension. Those are the things that people yeah. don't, most people don't get these days. Oh, that's awesome. I know. And I use, like, I teach a class in retirement, which please don't tune out because I said the word retirement. <laughs> <laughs> I always like to say an ideal retirement is like a three-legged milking stool. Like if you were to sit on a stool, you want to have three legs, you don't fall over. Okay. Um, and so the three legs of your retirement would be a pension or a pension replacement, so coming up with some other form of pension. Okay. Uh, social Security, and then your own savings. So okay. It's great because you're gonna have you'll definitely have Social Security, and then you'll have a pension, which a lot of people won't have. Okay. Because you're committed to ten years. Yes. Right. Because yeah. you want to get this paid off. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then beyond that, I think you'll probably have to you'll probably already be vested in the pension, but if you stay the year twenty, it would be even greater. Right. Right. So yeah, just find that packet. Okay. It'll, and you're a lawyer, so you should be able to read the Google Doc. Um, hopefully. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not, usually not, like, as clear as you want it to be. It would right. be great if it was, like, you know, like, party invites where they say, like, the party's here at mm-hmm. this time. Like, this is right. what we're doing. It'd be great if they did the HR benefits like that. Like, right. you're tier six. You mm-hmm. need to work 20 or 30 years. We're going to give you right. X. Like, right. But they make it, like, this whole convoluted yeah. paragraph. and Yeah. But all the data should be in there about your tier and, and your pension. Okay. But that's awesome. Yeah, that is cool. I had a pension at my old job when I was in New Jersey, too. Okay. Oh, when you worked um, for the judge? Yes, when I worked for the judge. Um, and I had to roll that over into an IRA. Do you know what amount it was? Um, it was about $5,000. So usually the cutoff for remaining in the plan is 5000 Okay. So if you don't have greater than mm-hmm. a certain dollar amount, they force you to leave the plan. Okay, so I was so confused okay. about this. Did that happen? Um, I got like a little email that said like you need to do something mm-hmm. about this, and then my friends who were clerking told me like you need to do something about this. So I figured, okay, I really do need to do something. Um, but they told me though, and I have no idea if this is true, that if you don't do anything with it, you lose it. I haven't heard of that. That sounds like suspicious to me. Uh, that, yeah, and you're the attorney. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that seemed wrong to me. Yeah. Yeah. I have not heard that. Usually. If it and every plan is a little bit different, okay. right? So that's why it goes by the IRC code, mm-hmm. like how it can be treated and how, what the rules and provisions are. Right. It's very, very common that if you have underneath a certain dollar amount, they don't have to allow you to stay in the plan. Okay. Because of the maintenance, right? Mm-hmm. It's expensive to send all the mailings and make sure right. that they're being compliant with everything. So if it's underneath a certain dollar amount, they can send you this letter that's scary, right? Mm-hmm. It's like yes. Warning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do something now. I don't know that they take it away. I had never heard of that before. Okay. But typically they say, okay, you can roll it to an IRA mm-hmm. or we just send you a check. That's what a lot of them do. Right. And then you pay taxes. Right. Like 20% or something and, insane. Yeah. Yeah. And then you could have a penalty of under 59 and a half. So yeah. Okay. 
It's good. So you rolled it to a four, or you rolled it out of your pension plan into a traditional IRA. Traditional IRA. Perfect. Yeah. How was that? Um, scary. <laughs> I had no idea because there's the Roth IRA and the traditional IRA, yes. and I just didn't know. So here's the difference. So okay. a traditional IRA is pre-tax, which is okay. what your pension was. Yes. Okay. Pre-tax. So it means you it goes in before you pay any taxes, mm-hmm. and then it comes out and you owe tax on the whole amount. Okay. Any sort of, ta- so it's called tax defer, meaning you're deferring your taxes. Mm-hmm. The Roth IRA, which is one of my favorite vehicles, is an after-tax option. So that means okay. the money goes in after tax. So when you take the money out of the Roth IRA in the future, um, after 59 and a half, that comes out totally tax-free, where the traditional IRA comes out and is fully taxable. Okay. You can roll that into the Roth, but then you owe taxes on that. Okay. Did they explain that to you? No, nobody explained anything to me. <laughs> I just kind of went for it. Well, that's why you're here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so the traditional date makes sense because you didn't pay any tax. So it's like kind yes. of like kind. So it's apples mm-hmm. to apples. Yeah. It was the same type of an account. So the difference with an IRA is it's an individual retirement account, so it's your own. So okay. different code. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So it means different rules, so okay. you have more control over it. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, so um, good. I actually wanted to ask you, too. I have, like, some bonds, like savings bonds. From savings when, I, when you were a kid? When I was a kid, Yeah. Um, I got them for my grandparents, like for Christmas. Oh yeah, that used to be a big thing. Yeah, and a they lot used to of pay them, a lot of money. Yes, they yeah. don't. No, not anymore. not anymore. The return is like not great anymore. But um, a lot of them have matured, and, and when they mature, they stop paying usually. Yes. So, so should I like cash them out or like whatever many, the word is? Um, maybe about like four thousand dollars. Oh, okay. So um, there's a couple things you could do that. So let's go back to your finances for a second. Okay. okay, so you have your rent, and then you have your loan payment, which mm-hmm. you're just paying based on income because the rest of it's going to be forgiven, which is awesome. I'm trying to give them as little as possible. Yeah, because they, and you don't get charged income, which is fantastic. Yes. Um, and you know that even, the one other thing I want to say about the program, but you know that it's not automatic they forgive the loans after the 120 payments. You have to then apply. Like apply, yeah. Okay, good. I want to make sure, that's like, some people might assume and then a year later, they're like, I'm still paying, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Um, okay, so we have the rent, then we have the loans. Have, do you have any money? Like, what's your biggest stressor with your finances? Um, Does it stress you out, or do you feel like you've got it? I think for the most part, like, it's okay. okay. I think I definitely need to curtail some of just, like, my regular, like, recreational spending. Okay. Um, I tend to be, like, a binge shopper. Like, okay. I go long periods of time without, like, buying anything, and then, like, I'll go crazy and buy, like, $400 of clothes. <laughs> Um, but then I go, like, months and months without buying any more clothes. That's, like, with me and 16 Candles. I, like, <laughs> I wean myself off of it, and then I have, like, three days where I'm in there every single night. <laughs> Potter is just cracking up with this. <laughs> you and my sister, they think, it, they think it's so funny. So I'm a binge 16 Candler, so I can nice. relate. I don't do it with clothes, but <laughs> just ice cream. Um, okay, so you're pre- so that's, like, your probably your biggest stressor, would you say? Or? Um, yeah. I guess so. Um, I just, like, maybe need to curtail some of, like, the going out mm-hmm. and, like, um, going out to eat, like, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That usually is where... It, it really does. Um, and I think... I was actually just, like, looking at my credit card statement, um, and it mostly is, like, restaurants. Restaurants. Yeah. Okay, so do you have any credit card debt? No. Oh, good. Okay, awesome. So you have no credit card debt. So you, so you do pretty good with what your income is because a, a bunch of it, so your first paycheck doesn't cover all of your rent. No. Right. So you dip into your mm-hmm. next paycheck and then you have your loans. So you just have about like, I guess, where are we? I'm going to have to edit this part out. So 1500 and then you have another 500. So you have another, you have like a thousand. So you have about a thousand a month. 
Right, which is relatively new for me, but yeah. Right, because you just moved apartments? Yes, I moved in February. Oh, wow, so really mm-hmm. new. Okay, so yeah. you have about, a, so which to you is easier because you were on a really tight budget before. Yes. Got it. Okay. So now, like, I'm starting to see I have, like, stuff left over in my checking. Which is great. Which is nice. Yeah, that's really nice. Okay, because, like, you're, so you, do you have a cell phone bill or are you on your parents' plan? I'm on the family plan, but oh, I nice. kick, like, 40 bucks to my parents a month. Oh, that's, a, that's yeah. way better than, like, 100. I know, yeah. yeah. Oh, and how old are you? Oh, I'm 29. You're 29. Yes. Oh, I always forget to ask. <laughs> um, okay. So no credit card. So it seems like you're doing okay. Now, do you put anything into a work savings plan? Do they have a retirement option that you can contribute to? Um, you know, that's a great question. I don't know. Okay. I guess that's something worth like investigating. Yeah, definitely worth seeing about you mm-hmm. saving because it is important even though you're going to have a pension and you will have Social Security and you will have all your loans forgiven, which is like really the biggest win here. Right. Um, you want to see where you can save because you have, you did the IRA, you rolled it over, right? Yes. And then, but you haven't put anything else into it, right? Um, no, I haven't put anything into the IRA, okay. though I do have, I'm part of a union. Okay. And they set up an annuity for me. Yes. And they contribute, the city contributes $2 per day. Oh, wow. For every day that I work. Okay. So that has amassed some money. Some money in it. Yeah. Not a lot because I haven't been working that long. Long, but you have the, mm-hmm. so you have the union and then you have your money purchase pension plan. Um, but you aren't putting anything out of your budget away for retirement. No. Okay. Um, do you have an emergency fund? No. Do you know what that is? No. Oh, okay, good. I'll explain that. So, <laughs> emergency fund, um, some people call it a rainy day fund. Okay. Which is where you have some cash set aside in a bank account, like a savings account, or I usually prefer a savings account, not your checking, but you have a buffer. Right? Okay. So, depends on where you are, but are you single? Yes. So you can do a little bit less. If you're married and have more dependents, mm-hmm. you can put a little bit more away. Okay. Um, but usually three to six months worth of spending. Okay. So for instance, with your rent and your loan payment, um, that works out to be about 2000 a month. So like a good amount to have would be like 6000 So about three okay. months, which sounds like, did I shock you with that number? Um, a little bit. High. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can work towards it. It's better just to get some sort of buffer. Okay. But then that way, if something happens, you don't end up putting it on a credit card. You have like a bit of cash. Okay. To have set aside? So I would actually say with the savings bond, that's mm-hmm. why I didn't answer the savings bond question. Oh, okay. I'm like trying to figure everything else out before okay. I give you yeah. an answer. Okay. I wasn't avoiding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to see if you had what else you had going on before okay. I thought about the savings bond. So, okay. So now that I know um, you're living on basically 1000 a month, you have your union, your pension plan, we're going to get the loans forgiven, you have no credit card debt. You have the 5000 in the IRA, but you're not saving anything out of your income for retirement. So that's so I would say, and we don't have an emergency fund, so I would say the savings bond should just go in cash. Okay. Which some people always are like, well, that doesn't make any money. I'd rather put it away and invest it. But it's key to have cash available because mm-hmm. it prevents problems. Right. Right, because if the 5000 IRA is the only other account you have, mm-hmm. and then there's like a big emergency and you yes. need money, yeah. you most certainly do not want to rate the way mm-hmm. I call it rating okay like robbing your retirement you do not okay. want to rob your retirement account yeah that's meant for retirement so you want to mm-hmm. leave that there so if it's about four thousand yes yeah and the wait and only move the ones that are, are mature because they're not yeah. paying anything leave the ones that haven't yet exactly and mm-hmm. when they mature then I would put them in the cash and if you do an online bank account they pay a little bit more okay although bank accounts aren't paying very much right now right right yeah but I wouldn't have it 
in your main account because I was say out of mind usually works. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. you don't see and you're like, oh yeah, I can like okay. do this because I have all the cash. Okay. So like another savings account somewhere, mm-hmm. just like put that away. Yeah. Okay. And it's readily accessible. It just mm-hmm. takes like two days to get the money transferred to your main checking. Right, but right. that way you can't just swipe your debit card. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have to like think yeah. about it a little bit yes. more. Yeah. It's protected. It's protected. <laughs> but that's what I would do that. Okay. I think that would make the most sense. Okay, that sounds really good. Does that sound yeah. good? Yeah. And then you have the IRA. Mm-hmm. And then I would just see about maybe doing some savings on your own. But it's going to be a little tricky with your budget. So how does it work with raises? So sometimes with government employees, you get a set raise every year. Right. So they are kind of scheduled raises. Oh, wow. um, and they actually have this weird thing where once you've done two years of service, you get something called the incumbent rate, mm. which is like a couple thousand dollars, like a nice bump up. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm nearing that. Um, I started in November or like actually on Halloween, I started my job. Oh, really? Yeah. Like on the day of Halloween? On the did day of you, Halloween. Did you go and dress up your first day? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really funny. <laughs> I had no idea, like, what the culture was going to be like there. Like, really, like, bring a mask in your bag just yeah. in case everybody's dressed up. Yeah. But nobody was dressed up. Nobody was dressed up. Okay. That's, I would have been, I would have felt out of place. I would have gone to the costume. That's what happens when you work alone for two many years. That's funny. Um, okay, so you're going to, so yeah, you're really coming up on two years. Yes, so, so I'm far. getting close. Um, so I'm going to be getting a little raise, which Great. is awesome. Um I think it's about a couple thousand dollars. Wonderful. Yeah. So maybe like 6000 something like that. Oh, that's a really good mm-hmm. raise. Yeah, yeah. That would be like 10%. Yeah. Oh, okay. So here, I would suggest finding out what your savings plan, and it might be the 414H. I could be, I have to do a little more research on this. Okay. This code I've never heard of before. <laughs> well, me either. <laughs> yeah. So if you give me some info on that, sure. I would say um, you want to put some money through your work savings, so it's tax deferred through work. Okay. Because the payroll... Payroll plans, meaning like contributing to retirement mm-hmm. through your paycheck, works yes. really well for a few reasons. One is it's you're putting money in on a regular basis, right? Okay. So every two weeks you're putting money away. Mm-hmm. They've done all of the research and give you the different investment options. So somebody's gone through and vetted the professionals who are the you know the op- the mutual fund options, right, or ETF options. Someone already went through and picked them for you, right? So you know someone already vetted them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you tend not to mess with it. So it has a lot okay. of disciplines of investing. Most people I see who come in uh, to retire save a substantial amount of money, not on their own. Okay. Through their own savings yeah. goals, but through their work plan. Okay. That's where I see most people come in with like a million, two million, three million. Wow. Okay. It's through their work savings. Okay. And because you're deferring taxes, right? Mm-hmm. So yes. you're losing yeah. a lot here in the city. We're losing federal, state, and city. Right. Yeah. So it's great if you can throw some away and not pay taxes on it and okay. let it grow. So I think that would be a great idea because okay. it, it'll be a little hard to do savings now with your budget because you just would have like a thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's hard. It would be hard to save out of that. Um, it's your budget, so I don't want you telling you what to do. No, <laughs> no, it's helpful. Okay, <laughs> that's why I'm here. <laughs> Tell me what so, to do. So I, so I would say when you get that raise, I would consider putting. I would. Mm-hmm. I like to do. Because sometimes people will look at me like I'm crazy, like my sister specifically, when I'm like, we're going to put 10% in. And she's like, oh, no, no, we're not. <laughs> we are not doing that unless you're going to send me a check. So I would say maybe split it. Okay. So maybe take 3000 mm-hmm. of the raise and put it into the retirement. Okay. And then every time you get a raise, split it. And if you don't need to put the whole thing in. Okay. Because then that way you're going to start saving more for retirement. And you won't miss as much out of your paycheck. I was okay. just explaining this on my yeah. last podcast. Because you're losing so much in taxes, mm-hmm. you put 100 in, you'll probably miss 70 or 75 out of your paycheck. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, people don't realize that. Here, let me show you. I can show you a little 
I have a little diagram. Oh, cool. On like my phone. I built it myself. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I know. So the reason why you want to do your work plan is because you get automatic contributions. So it's going in every you know, every two weeks. Mm-hmm. So you're dollar cost averaging, meaning that you're getting, you're buying at all different price points of the market. Okay. And then there's professional management. So the company or your employer has gone through and vetted what the different options are. And as you see here in my little diagram, I did not mm-hmm. put 4148. <laughs> Who has that? Who has that? <laughs> um, but you can see here, like in this example, how much, you know, if your employer matches and even if they don't, it's still worth it because what you're actually going to lose versus what you're going to put in. Mm-hmm. So in this case, the, the company matched 100 bucks, so they doubled their money, more than doubled their money by contributing because they saved the tax money. Okay. So in your case, if they're not going to contribute, it's still worth it because you're still saving the tax money to, you're going to put 100 in the plan and you're only going to miss 70 out of your paycheck. Okay. So you're already yeah. up yeah. before you even get it in the market. Okay. And time is your most, is like the most beneficial thing you have. You don't right. need to save a lot okay. to be successful. You just need a lot of time. Okay. So we yeah. have a lot of time. Yes. Yeah. I have that. <laughs> yeah. We definitely, we're gonna, we have definitely 10 years for mm-hmm. you to get the loan for sure. Probably 20 or 30 to get the pension. Mm-hmm. So you might as well do the saving at the same time. Okay. And since you're going to get the raise, you're not used to living on it. That's where it's so easy to get started. Okay. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. That does make sense. Yeah. So okay. you're doing a good job. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. So I would do the bonds and cash. Okay. Emergency fund. Yeah. Some people call it the oh shit fund. <laughs> when shit goes wrong, you want to have somewhere to pull from. But that's the key. It doesn't make okay. you any money, but then that way your computer breaks mm-hmm. or something happens, you have a big expense. You're covered, yeah. You're covered. And then just always replenish it once you spend it. So okay. think of it like a bank account. Yeah. So it's, well, it is a bank account. So think of it like you're borrowing from the bank. So here's okay. 4000 mm-hmm. It's technically your money, but it's always meant to be in cash and available. So if you spend 1000 from it, then work to save it back up. Okay. Yeah, keep sense. it at like the same level. Keep it at the same. Mm-hmm. Keep it at the same level because that's almost where your target would be. The target textbook wise for you would be six thousand. Six thousand. Yeah, okay. because those are your main expenses. So if okay. you lost your job, which is a little different with a government employee, it's not quite right. As, yeah, it's not as hard. Yeah, it's not common <laughs> that you could lose your job as a government employee. Right. Yeah. Compared to like a corporate where they come in and just lay everybody off. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but you definitely want to have some of that cash available. Do you have any other questions for me? Because um, I see a list over there. <laughs> Yeah, well, I just, I had my little cheat sheet. Okay. I wanted to make sure that, um, I actually, this is going to be good for my rainy day fund. I'm getting my security deposit back finally, oh, which is like 2000 bucks. Oh, that's, oh my gosh. So we just nailed it. I yeah. Thought, oh yeah. I just said $6,000. Yeah. And we just found $6,000. That just occurred to me right now. Yeah. That's awesome. That's perfect. Rainy day fund. Oh my God. So we can just check that off right now. Okay. I love making a little list and checking them off. So I wrote down really for you cool. emergency funds. So I'm just gonna check that off here okay. on the list for you. Sweet, I can't believe. Yeah. Wow. Well, that okay. was a win. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good. So I'm gonna check off your emergency fund. Oh, so the next thing I just really want you to do is save for retirement. Okay. But you have that raise coming. That's a great. That's yeah. the thing with the with the tiers and working for the government is mm-hmm. it's like very structured. Yes. Yeah. Which is pretty nice. And you kind of get a raise and you don't really have to do, like, any extra work, which yeah. is nice. It's just scheduled yeah. in. The best kind of raise, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't just occurred you could plan on? Yes, yeah. So for planning purposes, it's really easy because mm-hmm. we know that every year you're going to get a raise. Exactly. Well, and the union will fight sometimes for more. For even more money. For more money. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, good. So you get that back. Anything else on your list? No. Um, no. This is just, like, the breakdown of, like, how I spend my money. So your biggest, what's your biggest spending? Um, I mean, mainly the, the rent, obviously. The rent, yeah. Um, and then, you know, like I pay like for laundry and like that kind of stuff. Um, but it's mostly, 
just like I mean, I pay for my Metro card, right. that kind of thing. Um, my groceries, but where do groceries eating, come out to? Like, is that monthly? Or um, I have seventy like per week. I broke that down, but okay. I do like binge shopping okay. with like the groceries too. Two? Like, okay. I'll go like weeks and weeks and be like, I have no food, and then like I just go and buy like two hundred and fifty dollars worth of groceries. I get them like delivered to my apartment. Oh, that's because that's a lot to carry. Oh yeah, yeah. I do Amazon Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just bring like, them right to like, my door. <laughs> With so like, many bags, like... <laughs> no, no, I get them delivered. <laughs> That's good. I had a bad situation one time when I went to a really nice grocery store and it was far from my apartment in Hoboken. And I don't know what I was thinking, but I was like trying to make this big meal. And then I bought all the groceries. Yeah. And then when I had to take it out of the cart in the parking lot to then walk a mile to my apartment, I was like, I can't actually... I don't think I can make it. And I was like... Oh my God. So I called, mom, I called my mother, who gives me sometimes the worst advice. She's like, just take the cart. I was like, so I'm, but what if I get arrested? I'm going to get arrested for stealing your grocery cart because I bought too many groceries that, that I couldn't carry. I made it, oh, I made it to the, my block when okay. the bag broke. The first bag. <laughs> when the first bag broke. But I lived near a college, so there was a college kid walking by. So he, Do you live near Stevens? Or? I live, yeah, I live near Stevens. Oh, okay. So there's a college kid, and he saw me struggling. And I was like sweating. I was like, this is why I don't buy groceries in bulk. Yeah. Because this is a problem. So I'm glad that you have them delivered. Yeah, for sure. I would not be able to do that. that it's terrible. I did it once. Yeah. <laughs> in like 10 years of living in the city, I was like, now I go and I buy like what I need for like a couple days. Yeah, that's like, that's a good approach too. Yeah, it's you go to the grocery store a lot more, which is a pain in the butt, but yeah, I can't carry that much. No. And I live in a walk-up, and so it's a lot of stairs. Oh, yeah, yeah. That can be crazy. Yeah, it's six floors. It's a Oh my god! I live on the sixth floor too, but in um, Do you have an elevator? I have an elevator. That is a dream. Yeah. Um, the other day though, they were filming a movie in the lobby. Really? Yes. They didn't tell anybody. They just like set up a film crew. That like when I came home, there was like a film crew set up like outside my apartment, and I had to be like, I live here. I need like, to call. Can can I get in? What would you they tell you about movie? No, they wouldn't say. I hate when they do. Yeah, that. they were like real secretive. Um, but I definitely know it was some kind of like period piece. Um, because there was a very old, um, I actually didn't see any actors. I think they must've been like inside the lobby at the time, but, um, they had everything all set up like the day before. Um, so when I was walking through, I was like, what is this like giant table and like this old radio, but the radio was in really good condition, but it was like really like old looking. So it was like, this must be from like the forties. Like they're doing something oh, that's like so that. Neat. You have to like, when you go home, you need to try to figure this out. I tried like going on Twitter and like Googling. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. You, like figure out what, like what they're filming. Yeah. Um, but I had to do the walk up that day cause they were filming like right near where the elevator was. Six floors is breathtaking, isn't it? Yes. I had to stop on the fourth floor. Like I had to take a little break. <laughs> I got, when I moved into that building, I got rid of my gym membership. <laughs> you don't need it. I don't need it. Just go up and down a couple times. Some intense cardio. Yeah. Maybe if I buy groceries in bulk, I don't have to work out for a month. Yeah. Yeah, uh, CrossFit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you spend seventy a week on groceries. I just want to give. An oh idea yeah, a hundred dollars like eating out. Like that's lunches and like going okay. out to. Eat. It's probably more like two hundred. Okay. Really. Okay. Um, I really try to bring my lunch to oh, work. That's always a good strategy. Yeah. You save so much that way. You really do. You save a yeah. Lot I notice much. on the weeks that I'm like extra lazy, I can tell my credit card statement like goes way up. Right. Well, because like if you spend ten dollars a day, mm-hmm. it adds, like, up. adds up. That's fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so I try not to do that. Um, I do pay for the Amazon Fresh, and I pay for Amazon Prime, Prime. too. But you get everything delivered. Yes, so I, it's worth it It's to totally me. worth it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, I pay for Spotify. Um, and, like, that's kind of about it. Uh, you know, like, prescriptions, like $20 Prescript, a month. Um, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's kind of about it. 
Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. That's about so you you do spend about a thousand a month. You so you stay right in line with what you're making. Yeah, That's yeah, great. I think so. I would like a, to save, but the bonds I think are going to be really helpful with yeah, that. Yeah, bonds rainy day fund. Yeah. yeah, we just nailed that. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even know when you came in, and nope. now you're walking out being like, had I have no haven't. idea. You've never heard about it. No, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, and then. Um, your raise is not that far out, and so that, no, yeah. So that is what. So technically, your entire raise, a good target to start for saving is about ten percent. Okay. So that would be six thousand a year. Okay. So that would be exactly what your raise would be. But I'm all about just getting started and not maxing you out because I don't want yeah. you to like hate saving or mm-hmm. feel like it's not attainable. So even if you split it with yourself and then the next raise, maybe the whole raise goes in or a larger percentage, like three fourths go in. You okay. Know, you can just. By year, but know in the back of your mind, your target is to try and get up to six thousand dollars a year. Okay, long term. Um, and some people I tell they need to save more than ten percent, and that's because they don't have a pension. Okay, so because you have a pension, ten mm-hmm. percent is a good number to start with. Okay, um, but it would be really interesting to see kind of a little bit more about your work benefits. Yeah, so I would love because we, we do a follow up. Okay. You want to do a follow up? Sure. Um, and you, if you want to get me some more information on your tier, okay, your tier six, yeah, and then exactly what the union annuity is going to be, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll take a look a little bit more in depth into your four one four, okay, age, and then your pension. That sounds awesome. Yeah, because then that way that'll kind of indicate how much you need to save on your own for your retirement. Okay. Because I think it makes sense. I mean, obviously, if everything changes, like planning. We can plan with the best information today, but right. things right. change. Like of life course. happens, yeah. and we have to readjust. Um, but it sounds like we're definitely 10 years into the pension program because we're going to do long forgiveness. Mm-hmm. But ideally, if you, if you like it and you stay, it would be yeah. great. You could lock in a pension. Yeah, that would be really cool. And I've got about, I think, like seven and a half more years on the loan forgiveness, which is awesome. Right, you're not yeah. that far. Yeah, I'm like in there. <laughs> goodness. Yeah, this is, one of the best, this is one of the best loan forgiveness programs. Just because of that income. That's awesome. Yeah. Case, you're not going to get billed for it. I'm psyched about that. Yeah. But you didn't know, right? No, I had no idea. Oh, I good. was preparing for like 10 years down the road to Having be... a huge tax bill. Yep. Yeah. I just got one of those. They are not fun. Joys of running a business. <laughs> 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 well, thank you very much for being a guest. Oh, absolutely. I thank hope you this so was much. helpful. It was extremely helpful. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah. So we'll, we'll do a follow-up with you. So okay. you got me some fun reading materials. Sure. Yeah. I'm going to do a little more research on the 414. <laughs> It sounds like the area code, right? Like 212. <laughs> a 414. But the 414 is just not as exciting because so you have to read the IRS code. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want more information on how to make your money work for you, you can learn more about our online class, which can be found at www.planancial.com. Thank you. Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.